Street Photography Magazine podcast, episode number 63, the 2019 Best Street Shooters of the Month. Hello and welcome back to the Street Photography Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Bob Patterson, publisher of Street Photography Magazine, along with our editor, Ashley Huntsberger. So, hi, Ashley. Happy 2020. How are you? Hi, doing good. Yeah, that's good. What's going on in Florida? Anything exciting? Uh, not too much. Same old, same old. Yeah, I know. And you're, <laughs> and you're fighting the flu, right? Yeah, other than, you know, the plague going around. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, let's hope it doesn't get that bad. Anyway, well, we have another year in the books, so it's time to take a look back and talk about some of our favorite magazine content from last year. And today we're going to discuss our favorites from our Street Shooters of the Month section. Now, the way that works is street photographers from around the world submit photos through our website to be considered for the Street Shooters of the Month section of the magazine. And it's also one of the most popular articles in every issue. So from hundreds of submissions every month, we choose six to appear in each monthly issue. And I have to say, the last year, photographers have really upped their game. I don't know if you've noticed it, Ashley, but uh, the entries, yeah. yeah, they've been outstanding. And it's made it very hard to make the choices every month. So you said you've noticed it too, huh? Yeah, definitely. We've gotten some really beautiful images this year. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, it's really tough to make the monthly selections, and then it's even harder to make the selections for the best of the year. So speaking of that, Ashley, why don't you tell everybody how this works and what we're going to do in this episode? Okay, so basically we've chosen four different categories, portraits, storytelling, timing, and minimalist images. And Bob and I have gone through all of the published Street Shooter of the Month images for 2019 and have chosen our favorites, one for each category. That's right. And we've each blindly chosen our own favorites. Yes, we did not discuss nope. beforehand. We didn't discuss it. We didn't know what the other person chose <laughs> yes. until like right before, right before this call. So it's just making things very interesting, I think. Definitely. Okay, so what are we going to start with? Well, let's start with portraits. We had so many good portraits this year. Really a lot. Yeah, very strong portraits. It was a big portrait year, I think. Definitely. So do you want to go first, Bob, or me? No, no, you go first. You go first okay. this time, I'll go first next time, and we'll just take turns. Sounds good. So I chose an image from the October issue. It's called Old Stock by Ian O'Neill. And I just really loved this portrait. Um, he wrote that it shows an elderly man sitting on steps on the street, and he's holding a tobacco pipe, and the lighter in his hand is broken. And Ian wrote, his, faith, his face and his hands are weathered, and his gaze is firmly fixed on the street around him. And it's just such a beautiful image to me, the way the light falls on the man's face and hands and where he's sitting almost looks like a staged portrait studio or something. <laughs> he looks like an old fisherman. Um, 
there's just something very beautiful about this image. Yeah, I agree. Um, this made my top three when I made my choices. And it's, yeah, it's an excellent portrait. It's very natural. It's looks like it's in the gentleman's own environment. It looks timeless. It could have been made mm -hmm. back in the 1800s. Yeah, I think that's something that drew me about it is it almost looks like one of those old man by the sea yeah, yeah. <laughs> paintings that you would see in a pub while you're eating some fish and chips. Yeah, yeah. And like you, I like how he captured the light on the face and the hands against a darker mm -hmm. background. And, and it's unposed, just very natural. And I just love it. I, I, he did an excellent job. Yeah, that was one of my definite favorites from this whole year. I guess I'd say my top favorite. <laughs> We're aiming for that, but it's very hard to choose. It is. With so many good ones. Yeah, you know. The th How about you, Bob? Um, yeah, I just want to say one thing, and you made an excellent point that, you know, we all look at photographs and really any art for that matter through our own eyes, through our own experience. And so we see different things based upon, you know, our lives and our. And, you know, not just our taste, but, you know, what interests us and what scares us or whatever. And uh, that's what makes judging photographs so difficult because, you know, we just, we're coming from a different perspective. Uh, yeah, that's so true. Yeah, and that, that's what I find interesting about doing something like this uh, because, you know, we're both very different people from different places and... Uh, so it's very subjective. So if if you sub submitted a photo you thought was amazing and maybe we thought was amazing too and didn't choose it, it's just because of this subjective nature of judging art. So, yeah, my choice is from February and it's by uh, Yasser Allah Mubarak and it's called Turban. And this is similar in a way to the last one because it's really more of an environmental portrait. It's a photo of a gentleman, a Sikh gentleman, putting on his turban uh, against a very interesting background. And it looks like he's in maybe a, a temple of some type. Uh, there's a, a big pillar right in front of him. I mean, the, the it's a beautiful photo. It's in color. I really like the colors in it. I like the texture of the background. Uh, I love the man's pose. He's obviously just putting this turban on and not actually posing for uh, for a photograph. So it's you know, an unposed street photograph, but it's within the environment uh, where he lives or where he worships. And uh, just beautiful. And again... The hands. He's got his hands on top of his head, wrapping, uh, wrapping the turban, and he's looking off to the side. Um, just a, a beautiful job. Yeah, this was a one of my favorites as well. Uh, it was so close. I almost chose this one too because the colors and the textures and the light in this image are so beautiful. Yeah, and the composition as well. Mm -hmm. So it, it's got it all. It's it, it's got it all. Sorry about that. So nice <laughs> job, Yasser. Yeah, um, this is one you could frame and put on the wall easily. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully he's he's selling this photo because uh, I think he easily could. Definitely. 
So our next subject is storytelling. And my choice for this, and this was a, a really tough one as well. And uh, sorry, I'm, I'm pulling this up at the same time so I can have it in front of me. We got so many photos we chose today. <laughs> um, but uh, this one is by uh, Rajul Huda Dipto. And forgive me, Rajul, if I mispronounced your name. Uh, this is it excellent photo and it's called finding myself and he tells a story about the photo when he he was stuck in traffic in uh in the city of dhaka and he looked around and he saw this scene i don't know if he jumped out of a cab or his car to take this <laughs> photograph but i'm sure glad he did and uh he said he saw this sign scene of a barber um just finishing up with a customer at his shop, and I have a feeling that this barber shop is out on the street. And the photo, of the gentleman, uh, the barber himself, is looking at him. He's looking at himself in the mirror, or it appears that he's looking at himself in the mirror. And it tells such a good story because you know the the title of the photo is "Finding Myself," and you can see that in the story where he's looking in the mirror, appears to be looking at himself. And it tells a story to me anyway that he's finding himself in the work that he does for other people. And he's enjoying that by this glimpse in the mirror. At least that's what I see in it. Now, as a photograph, it's beautiful. Great background, beautiful textures and color. And uh, the expression on the gentleman's face is uh, priceless and again this is a timeless photo this could have been taken back in 1950 or it could have been taken today what do you think ashley interestingly i chose the same photo of all the how i wonder i didn't even count how many photos we have this whole year published in the magazine is it six every time yeah so it would be a six times 12 so what's that 72? 72 out of 72, 72 photos i chose the same photo as you bob <laughs> <laughs> and for many of the same reasons it's a beautiful photo um i felt like there's even more here though i i found the man sitting in the chair interesting his client um because the way he has his hands on his face you can't actually see his face you're looking at him from behind but it's hard to tell if he's saying, oh, I feel so fresh after this haircut, or what have you done to me? <laughs> Which, judging <laughs> by the comments of the barber, he's probably not saying, what have you done to me? But <laughs> That's not what I told you. <laughs> but it is so such an interesting image. Both men are looking into the mirror. Uh, it really does look like the barber's looking at himself rather than his client. And there's just so much you could interpret from this photo. Um, so I think it's a really well done image that tells a story because when you look at it, you imagine so many, so many things about this man that you don't, you've never met. Yeah. Yep. I agree. You made a great choice. You have excellent taste. <laughs> or we've just been talking too much. And over the past, uh, how many years have we been working on this? We, our tastes have aligned. <laughs> uh, gee, I hope not. <laughs> But, uh, yes, yes, um, they must have. 
So, all right, let's go to the next one. Okay, so timing. Um, always an interesting an interesting uh, subject of timing, I feel, because there's so many street photographs out there that are just so fascinating because they were caught at just the right moment. Yep. And well, We could say this really about any of the photos, particularly the last yeah. one. Yeah. You know, I felt like a... When I was choosing by category, I felt like many of the my favorite photos had some overlap. They were good choices for more than one category. So, anyway. Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. But you have to narrow it down somehow, right? Yes. <laughs> like you say, it's all rather subjective. Um, so, my favorite for timing was from the February issue, which is where the turban image was as well. Um, and it's by Jaime Martello, and it's called The Triple Portrait. It was taken in Jerusalem this past year, in 2019. And Jaime wrote that this picture was taken at an open market in the busiest hour of its busiest day. So, obviously, there was a lot of people walking around. He says, in such situations, strangers precipitate into ephemeral shapes as if a hidden choreographer is placing them on a stage to create order from chaos, for a fraction of the second at least. So that was an interesting caption. Um, but what we see in the photo is three men. Um, they're of different ages, and the man farthest from the camera is the man whose face is actually in focus, and he is, I would say, the oldest man in the image. But the way they are all positioned in the image, it almost looks like you're looking at a single man over the course of his life. <laughs> Ooh, that's interesting. I That's my interpretation of this, <laughs> of this photo. Obviously, it's not the same man, but it's just the way they're positioned and how they... Obviously, the man farthest from the camera is in focus, and then the man closest to the camera is the most blurred. It just seems like an interesting transition from each character in the photo. And so it gave me that impression as if you're looking at a single man at different points in his in his life. So I thought that was so interesting. And obviously, like he said, it it's as if someone was there as a choreographer and making sense of the chaos. Because when you're in a crowded market, it's really hard to get a shot like this. <laughs> oh, yeah, it really is. Um, man, I, I couldn't say anything better than you, especially about, uh, about the three men being the same person. I, I didn't see that at all, but now that you mention it, I do. Um, yeah, I just love the way the, the elements of the three people came together in these positions, mm -hmm. looking to three different directions. Yeah. And I, I love the fact that he, you know, he didn't shoot this with, uh, you know, a very small aperture and catch all of them right. in focus. Yeah. Um, I suspect he probably zone focused out to about six feet or so, the way a lot of people do on the street. And he happened to capture the guy very close to him, uh, slightly blurred. And I love it that way. You know, and photos don't have to be tack sharp all the way through and this is a great example of why that why that's the case um but yeah again i mean if if he was a foot to the left or foot to the right 
or two seconds sooner or later, this would have never happened. Right. And it, obviously, each one of these guys are in motion. So just catching it at just the right moment. Yep. yep. Excellent work. <laughs> yeah. Just to be able to see that happening in front of you and being mm -hmm. able to raise the camera up in time to capture the photo is really hard to do. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah. And the result is a good one. I Now, I, again, almost chose this one myself. <laughs> Uh, this was a tough one to choose. Um, I chose one for a completely different reason. Okay. And the title of my photo is called Yellow by Francesco uh, Gioia. And this was taken on the street, obviously. Um, he took it in London on Bond Street. And he just happened to see a couple kids walking by with yellow boots and at the same time, a uh, man was walking by uh, carrying yellow bags, the same color yellow. And he captured them going opposite directions, right next to each other at the exact same time. Um, and all the, there are no other colors. Uh, well, there's yellow. Uh, the people are all wearing black. And then the background, the sidewalk is gray. So it's yellow, black, and gray. And one thing that grabs me about it is that uh, graphic designers like to use black and yellow together. Um, they, they, they work well on a page. And that's what he did here. He captured basically black and yellow together um, and made, um, I guess I could call it, I know, it's not really a juxtaposition, but I guess maybe it is you know, tall guy with the bags and little guys with the yellow feet. <laughs> but uh, um, I, I just like the fact that he's able to grab this timing wise. And uh, I think it works well. Yeah, I loved this image, too. It was definitely on my list of possibles. <laughs> ah. Yeah, it's just such it's just such great timing. You've, I feel like it's one of those images you look at and you're like, when would I ever actually see this? But these moments are happening. We have proof. <laughs> we do have proof. We do have proof. I also found it interesting that the two kids are kind of holding hands and obviously they each have two yellow boots. And then he's got like two yellow bags in each hand. Yeah. It's just amazing. The coincidence there. Yep. All comes together in a moment. A couple seconds later. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a great timing? I don't know if he was standing there. They're literally Waiting stepping over it. the same crack at the same time. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Anything else about that one? No, except excellent photograph. Yes. Good choice, Bob. Nice work. Maybe we should get these guys on here to talk about the photo. That would be a great idea. Tell me about that photo. Um, matter of fact, I have somebody doing that with another photograph that's not even in this. But uh, maybe, yeah, maybe we should do that next time. Hmm. Interesting thought. Okay, well, moving right along. So what's next? Okay, so next we have minimalist images, which can be a challenge to capture on busy streets, depending on where you live. Yes, yes. And we have a few photographers who submit regularly who we've also featured who do almost only minimalist photographs. Mm -hmm. And to me, I look at these and I think, how did they even see that? I, I mean, you, you must you must really have to train your eye to be able to see things like this. But uh, what's your choice? 
Tell me your choice. Okay, so I chose Museum Visitors by Irina Escoffrey. And, and you chose... Museum Visitors by <laughs> Irina Escoffrey. And there's a little backstory to this photograph. Uh, Irina is a member of our Facebook group. She's very active, public, posts a lot. And I happened to see this photograph in the group. And it just stopped me in my tracks. I said, wow, this one's really good. Irina's really good. She's a very good photographer, uh, as you can tell, and uh, publishes a lot of, posts a lot of really good photos. And this one stopped me in my tracks. I reached out to her and I said, you have to submit this for Street Shooters of the Month. Uh, we don't do that too often because we just get so many people submitting directly. So she submitted it and I'm glad she did. Yeah. So what uh, what strikes you about this? Uh, it's a really beautiful image. The contrast of just mainly being bright whites and dark blacks is really beautiful. Um, and then obviously my favorite thing are, are the two people that you see because they really draw your attention in this image. Although the balcony is very detailed and it's a nice looking balcony um, and the people are small in comparison, they really draw your attention um, just because they're almost looking at each other, but not quite. And they both look like they're thinking about something really important, but they look completely different from one another as well. It's just a very interesting, uh, interesting characters, I think. And the fact that this photo is so minimalist draws your attention completely to them, I think. How about you, Bob? Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, technically, I like how she just crushed the blacks so that they're like, it's all black. Yeah. And I don't know if she did that in post or that it was just exposed that way. Um, I have a feeling she purposely exposed for the the railing to get the, uh, you know, to get the detail like mm -hmm. that, which made it appear as if it's floating. Yeah. Uh, just the angle too, as, uh, you know, it looks like she's up a little bit higher and looking down, which, which causes this to create sort of a semicircle effect. And, you know, instead of shooting it maybe straight on, yeah, I was trying to figure that out, too, and I was wondering if it's like a kind of like a hole in the ceiling. You know how sometimes museums have yeah like a hole and then but she called it a balcony. So it's kind of that's an interesting part of this photo, too. It's hard to tell how exactly this place is constructed. Uh, yeah, yeah, it probably is. There's probably a skylight or something because the, the light on it's beautiful and, mm -hmm, you know, true. the. Yeah, the, the intricate pattern in the uh, balcony itself. She did a great job capturing it. And then the people. I mean, they really anchor the, the the photograph. And like you, I like the fact that they're they're both posed similarly. And they're both kind of looking off in the distance, thinking about something. Uh, obviously, two different people leading different lives, but they happen to be in the same place positioned perfectly for a great photograph <laughs> but uh yeah i love it i love it and i'm glad you like it too yeah once again our tastes have aligned <laughs> that's right we're gonna have to work on that yeah we gotta stop talking to each other so much <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, like, it must be what it is. So, I don't know, but then when you do photograph, you take totally different photographs than I take, so that's good. Yeah, it's true. I think uh, it's inter- I find it very interesting, actually, that we chose such, that our selection was very similar here, because usually we choose quite differently. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I say this is probably the first time where we've had so many matchups. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, I'll have to mix it up more next time. <laughs> so, just so you know, a little uh, inside baseball, I usually make all the Street Shooter of the Month selections. I actually, you know, puts the articles together, and and uh, so a lot of it's my taste, which, you know, would be good to get somebody else's taste as well, just to mix it up, but... I try to ignore my own personal taste when I choose them, but, you know, it's hard. When, as a wise man once said, no matter where you go, there you are. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's a challenge. Uh, I I find the same as I curate articles or we choose articles. That, um, I think we both have the common goal of not choosing only the work that we personally love, mm-hmm. but uh, other work that is of good quality, but maybe of a different style. So that we can keep the magazine very um, varied and not have just one person's taste throughout (laughs) or two. That's correct. That's correct. And very rarely will you see any of my photographs in there because, you know, I'm just not good enough to be in the magazine with the rest of you guys. I've got to say that. (laughs) So anyway, yeah. Any any other comments before we go? Um, I would just say that 2019 was an exceptional year and everyone whose work was published in the magazine was really beautiful and stand out. And it was really difficult to narrow it down to one favorite. So everyone, great job. <laughs> Not just the ones we chose. <laughs> yeah, very hard. I, and I, yeah, I have to say the same thing. So on our next episode, we're going to be making selections of our favorite article and favorite featured photographer of the year which is equally difficult. So come back next time, and uh, we'll talk about those things. So until then, keep shooting.